You are listening to High School 5.0, where real talk is our vernacular. I'll tell you what, man. I want to give a positive shout out to all the slaves who got away from the European people trying to capture them. Because what? you guys got away and you guys are able to keep worshiping your voodoo gods because you made some Joloff rice. I had Joloff rice for the first time this week. That shit was amazing, man. That shit was amazing. That Joloff rice, man, had that smokiness and spiciness in the rice. Oh, my God. Is that the stuff you pick up with your hands? No, man. No, no, no. You're thinking of food. If Jesus came back right now, I'd be in trouble. Joloff rice, man. So, So for all the ones that ran fast or just stayed away, Thank you for, man, because the ancestors created Joloff rice. I don't know if it was Nigerian Joloff rice or Ghanaian, but I don't know what the fuck it was, but the shit was amazing. Yeah, if, if Jesus came back right now, he'd look me dead in the eye and then give me the Batumbo finger. If Jesus came like, back right now, he'd be eating his Joloff rice too and say, you know what? It's okay for you to worship the frogs or where the fuck you were worshiping out there <laughs> as long as you keep making Joloff rice. Okay, this is crazy. <laughs> I've never seen anything such a mixed bag, man. People are like, oh, man. Free Palestine. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it go all ways, man. It go all certain ways. Everybody's a hero of their own story, I always like to say. Well, I was going to make it, but it's too it's too sensitive. Now, I won't go there because I don't I don't understand. I was going to make it the cutting quarter shout out. But it's too sensitive, too soon. And I don't understand... Uh, Everything is going on. But a lot of people don't understand. Stop them from talking about it. I understand one thing. It's all because somebody worships their God. Lord Jesus, what's going on in here tonight? What are you talking about? That's all that's all I understand. And, and this is why black people aren't making comments. <laughs> this is exactly why. <laughs> Go behind that, Pedro. <laughs> Uh, hey, man, are we gonna talk about DJ Envy stealing money? Or are we gonna, what are we doing this week, Cass? Who's what's, DJ Envy? Exactly. You know what? DJ Envy, we talking about him being a con man and running a Ponzi scheme. We talking about him cheating on his wife. We talking about him talking about boxing uh, Tyrese's mouth. I mean, I keep forgetting Aaron's Aaron's like two years away from joining Tom Jordan on his cruise every year. But... <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right, man, Brandon. I ain't going oh, no social media now. Aaron, you turned into a newspaper reader. Uh, he would still right. read newspapers if they kept printing them. That's what I'm saying. He turned into one of them niggas. Don't you have a local <laughs> newspaper up, up there? That's Man, that newspaper was shitty, Pedro. It was shitty when I first moved up here in 94. The best paper was the San Jose Mercury. They had uh, Asian classifieds. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Actually yeah, had decent all kind of all, all kind of N's and V's in their last names. Aaron was was giggity. <laughs> no. no, they actually had they had the best writers. That was, that was considered one of the top newspapers in the nation. And then they can't afford to live there. So they anyways, all so, right, y'all ready to start the show? Fuck yeah, I've been sitting here the whole time. I got me a shout out sponsorship to Guinness. I got my Guinness handy and we're ready to go. Mm. I got this field work ginger ale. Oh shit. Damn. I don't know if I want to drink no alcohol in it. 
sound like it was choking you, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, man, they use some real fucking ginger in this shit. This shit's strong. Aaron, the way you drinking over there, it looks like you got a UTI. You better slow down. Come on. (laughs) Hey, Doris, I may have a UTI. The way I've been feeling this weekend. Hey, Joe, you you look like a UTI, man. God damn. (laughs) Shit. You can always tell when Pedro's trying to impress his wife because he get out here sometimes looking like Boris Kojo. This magic moment. And other times he come here looking like he's fucking homeless. But either he look like Boris Kojo or Bill Duke. The audience who's not watching right now, Pedro is looking and dressing like Denzel Washington and his son. In the movie John Q, <laughs> All right, he, he looks like an old man who needs a child-sized heart replacement. It's <laughs> right, a lot going on, folks. Uh, all right, well, let's start the show. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five One Zero podcast. You can catch us at High Score Five One Zero on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. Also, check out our uh, Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score Five One Zero or 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 our uh, TikTok page at the high score 510. It's our second page. The first one got banned. I'm, yeah, on TikTok? Going well, though. How the hell did you get banned on TikTok? Hey, we already we gone over this. We've manager. already gone over this. Don't worry. <laughs> I got banned on TikTok? They didn't like you guys making fun of MAGA people at Thanksgiving. That was the final. Oh, show. yeah. Okay. That was that one. Okay. Actually, it was a Jamaican dance hall video I posted, but. <laughs> they said that was violence against women. I said, "Well, <laughs> the women were not, leading the way. They, uh, the women uh, would leave if they start dancing uh, the goddamn trot step." Yeah, I was like, "I don't know if y'all realize the cultural uh, differentiations of what is acceptable on a dance floor." But uh, <laughs> oh shit! Anyways, it is pumpkin spice season, my friends. It is pumpkin spice season. Enter our pumpkin spice sweepstakes and write us your best pumpkin spice haiku. Send it in and have a chance to win a Sir Lance Woods t-shirt, an emotional support t-shirt, extra large. If you breathe an extra large, we'll send you a mug. Yeah. We'll send some scissors to cut that shit too. Yeah, we'll send you scissors to cut the seams up. Have you looking like Lawrence Taylor in, in any given Sunday under his pads? Come on. <laughs> And we are here with uh this is AG3. I'm coming at you faster than uh Pedro. Pedro when he acting old because I'm tired. I'm tired, everybody. I'm really tired. It's been a long week and a long weekend. AG3 is tired. Here's your sound bite, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I want you to know this. If your prayers include me to stop drinking, stop smoking. And stop having fun and stop watching these little bitches pop their ass. If they, if your prayers include any of those things, they're not going to work because I'm rejecting them all. And I will be continuing in my same wicked ass motherfucking ways. I guess that's the way you want to put it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. See, that's that's the reason I'm off social media right there, bro. That's the reason right there. You saying you saying I'm acting. I'm a few years away from Tom Joyner. That's the reason right there. Because when you stay on social media, you do shit like that. And we are here with why did the Giants strike there? Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. This is Captain P. Funk. Yeah, I'm coming at you faster than all these coaches need to be fired. All of them. <laughs> Randall all Paul of them. with ten seconds left, and they had all no timeouts. Sorry. Oh, this sorry. is triggering yeah. me this week. I'm sorry. Some of these coaches' decisions. Jesus. Sorry, 
<laughs> don't, you don't run the ball with 10 seconds left on the goal They line. had a no first and goal on the one. It sounded like the play was audible out of it. It sounded like that wasn't – I think Tyrod Taylor audible. Yeah, so, oh, so Tyrod Taylor did it? Yeah, I think he audible it to that run. You go, such a nigga. Tell me he didn't just say that. Hey, he was doing so much better than Daniel Jones <laughs> until that moment. <laughs> the ghost this of Dan, might, Danny Dimes. Pedro, this might be your best intro yet. I just want to say <laughs> Uh, if you guys don't know, we're watching yeah, the Giants-Buffalo game right now, and the Giants had the ball on the one-yard line after a pass interference in the end zone. First and goal, but only with about 10, 12 seconds left on the clock, and they did a run play, which ended up resulting in the time running out because they didn't have a timeout to stop the clock, and they got zero points, so now it's 6 nothing going into the half. Let's see if that looms large in the second half because they could have had more than a touchdown lead going into the half, which could have been useful. Especially since they dog shit up to this point in the season. Anyways, here's the sound by Pedro. Americans that were brought over into slavery, which wasn't right, but they got the gospel when they got here. And you know what? I bet you there's a lot of Africans that if they hadn't have been brought over, not saying it was right, don't misunderstand, not justifying the, the slavery in the situation, but still, but God, I still believe used it. And now I'm sure there's a lot of Africans that got the gospel and they're in heaven right now because they got the gospel. You know, what would be better for them to have lived their entire life in Africa free, doing their voodoo or whatever, and then dying and going to hell, right? Or what happened? And then they go to heaven. They get the opportunity. Now, again, it doesn't justify it. The ends do not justify the means, but this is how God works. <laughs> I, I knew. I knew. She's gone. I knew. Uh, I, 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 I preached on this back when we was... When I was in high school, I, I I told my pastor, I said, you know what? I think that I know the reason why black people uh, were brought over here from, from slavery. I said this in high school. I was like, because we, I think we was worshiping too many voodoo gods. I said this back in high school. You talk about the Hutus and the Tutsis. Look what's going on in Zimbabwe now with Mugabe. We got a problem, black folk. Because I was entrenched. Pedro feels like his high school thoughts have been validated. Yeah. By this so, cracker yeah. ass cracker. So the cracker kind of kind of was like off, he was right. <laughs> he does not understand the world. Pedro's like, I remember I, I, I said it. this to my to my pastor. <laughs> or we was pretty or we was talking about. It's like, yeah. We're just in the, you know, it was after church or something. This is what happens when you grow up in church, man. The best part is when he said the ends don't justify the means. Well, I'm like, so then it wasn't right. <laughs> my favorite part is oh. when he said they was just living in Africa for free. <laughs> Worship them for voodoo gods or whatever they do. You can say what you but you can't prove me wrong. <laughs> just up in the ante on his you know, they inherent racism. They went to, they wanted they, you know, I guess the old the African ancestors inhaled because they was worshiping voodoo gods. Mm-hmm. Now they came over to America, found Jesus, found God. Now they're in heaven after all the massacres. <laughs> The most the black people have ever done, they did it here in America under white people's help. When they were in Africa, they didn't do nothing. They'll draw white folks, man. <laughs> that's, that's like that person is still stuck in a high school mindset, trying to trying to trying to rationalize this place in life as a middle aged white man. <laughs> oh Lord! All right, and we are here with. This is Brandon, a.k.a. Uh, Taco Pablo, man. Excited to be on the show this week. Uh, you know, hopefully we got some good topics, but, but I'll find out soon enough. <laughs> right. 
Here's a soundbite. He's built relationships with the players. I tell you what, he's dealt with a lot of adversity to get here. He's grateful to be Washington's quarterback. And they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big what? penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. Yeah. That's right, Harry. Right. Let's go, baby. I mean, I just uh, the laugh at the uh, end does it for me. <laughs> What, nigga? Like, I, think that it, hey, hey, I don't know, man. He got that, uh, he got the juice, man. I gotta say, shout out to him for committing. I feel like after the first one, he was like, ah, fuck, I gotta say it like six more times. I'm just gonna ride it down. Isn't the quarterback's name of Washington? That's uh, that's uh, Desmond yeah, Howard at that's Northwestern, right? In that oh, Northwestern, uh, I thought that was Washington Huskies. Oh, oh yeah, they were in Washington. They were in Washington. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Penix. Oh, maybe yeah, that's it. Penix Not Dixon. Oh, Big Penix. Penix Energy. Oh, <laughs> that, that's pushing the envelope. That's like Big that's Penix like, Energy. <laughs> he said, definitely said penis. <laughs> no, I heard penis. <laughs> I, nigga, that wasn't the X, nigga. I, it, when you say, DM, when you say the rapper DMX, you're not saying DMS, nigga. That was an X, nigga. <laughs> I know an X when I hear one. That was not it. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, well, shout out to College Game Day and uh, Desmond Howard. The, the laugh at the end though did it for me. Like he laughed like, <laughs> yeah. He's trying to he's trying to show out like he's trying to be RG three get some RG three. Uh, yeah, trying to do that. It's RG three. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. <laughs> <laughs> RG three is hilarious. All right, well, uh, and we are here with. What's up, y'all? Sidarius, aka the, the real owner of the podcast. Uh, don't speak notes, but you said. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me because of Sorry, sorry about that. I said, hey, hey, man. Free Darius. <laughs> uh, there it is. That's all I got to say this week, folks. Apparently, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, damn, Darius. Man. Sorry, Darius. We just yeah, yeah, you know, don't speak. It's all good. Hey, by the way, the Niners lost. We'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> this nigga going hard. I can't say shit. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> you a motherfucker, Jared. You. I, I haven't been speechless like that in a minute, dude. Was that a prank? I don't even know what the fuck just happened. I'm so confused. I thought I I, I was clicking something on my phone. I thought something was playing on my phone and shit. Yeah, man. I'm just I'm so lost. Oh man, fuck! You hit me with the Glenn Stefani. God I hit damn. you with that old school hot fire. Well, here's your here's your sound. Here's your real sound. Oh, today. and I got a sound pipe. Nigga. Yeah, here you go. Uh, this nigga's unhinged this week. What the fuck? Let's see what the sound bite is. Uh, here's your sound bite. This one's a little more new school. I like sushi. I like sushi. I like sushi. Sushi, sushi, sushi. I like sushi. I like sushi, sushi, sushi. I'm just trying to find every new age terrible rap song that's either just blatantly bad or trying to have too much swag and I, I try and find it for Darius now because he sends half of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I will say this. Uh, <laughs> I like sushi. 
I'm a little uh, confused on liking sushi sushi. That it seems like, like sushi sushi. Like, what's the second level of sushi sushi? I I don't know if I want to touch that. Mm-hmm. But Jared, uh, uh, I just gotta say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, you got me last week, Darius, but I got some fire for you and them Niner fans this week. We'll get to that in a moment. And my name is Jared, aka DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. And the D is silent, so it's just Jart. I thought this one was funny. It's a clip I saw, and it's if black people said the stuff white people say. Was it hard to grow up in the suburbs? It must have been really boring with no police activity or anything. Your hair is amazing. You know, it's kind of like my golden retriever. It's so limp and lifeless. Like, how do you oh, do that? Oh, wow. Your name is so easy to spell and pronounce. Was it really easy to get a job? Check out these photos of me volunteering at an orphanage in Europe. Cool. Those little white boys and girls, they were so inspiring. Oh, wow. Well, you don't sound like a dumb hick at all. That's so cool. You are so pretty for a white girl. It's <laughs> great. That was actually good. Yeah, that was actually good. Uh, Vol- volunteered in Europe, seasoning food for a year. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all mean, y'all use bacon fat to cook your, <laughs> cook your greens? <laughs> say it with me. Lard. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, that is the type of shit I do not send Jared. That's Jared's algorithm. In news this week, California has passed a law that will now allow restaurants. I don't even know if it's a law, really, honestly. Restaurants have now passed their own legislation at bottomless mimosa spots saying, if you throw up, there will be a $50 or more cleaning fee. Kind of like Airbnb added on to your stay at this brunch spot with bottomless mimosas. What do you guys think about that? Is this an overreaction by bottomless, bottomless mimosa brunch spots? No. Or the right move? I've been in the, the before. They said since 9-11 has gotten, I mean, since 9-11, goddamn. Since the <laughs> pandemic has gotten worse. But I've been in spots before the pandemic, and they needed that feedback then. People will overdrink and throw up all over the damn place. Shout out Maybe to Cafe Vieri. Sponsorship. Why don't they just stop with the motherfucking bottomless mimosas? Niggas is tired of having these sugary drinks at motherfucking 10.30 a.m. After coming out of the club the night before, I, I think you should just stop the whole process. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a novelty that, you know, has some staying power. I think that's really what it comes down to. You can get cheap sparkling wine, and it doesn't really matter where you get your juices from. It could be just about anything. Motherfuckers is drinking that early in the day. They, they ain't tripping about what it tastes like. Uh-uh. They eating brunch and getting crunk. And throwing up all over the place. I was with you, Jared, when uh, that Ed to this day claims he didn't get thrown up on that day. Oh yeah, I saved his life. He got fully thrown Man. up. On it. He got yeah. a little. He got he got a couple of droplets. Yeah, he got a couple of speckles on him that he claimed wasn't speckles. Yeah, yeah. and that was early in the day. That's the problem, Barlow uh-huh. Mercer. I'm fine with the feed. Uh, they got to do what they got to do. <laughs> Is fifty dollars enough to keep somebody from vomiting in your restaurant? That then, if especially if it's uh, enclosed area, that vomit smell is going to permeate throughout the whole dining room. Uh, I know for me being sitting there, it's bad for everybody once that first person throw up. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you this, there's going to be at least one fight because these bitches don't know how to, to split a, a vomit fee. 
Uh, I've seen it when it comes to the taxes <laughs> and gratuity. Now, when we add an environment fee on top of that, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers is bad. It's not going to split that. So, well, there's fights coming to your bottom of most spot. It's coming. That, that is hilarious. Just a reminder, close out your tab. Uh, <laughs> early. And being the responsible one of the group. <laughs> yeah, no, if you guys don't know, I am a local hero in the 510 area after saving Ed Hill's vintage corduroy vest. <laughs> he was being corduroy fully vest. vomited on by this woman who was <laughs> this young woman who, when we arrived, was, was passed propped. out at the table. Her head she was, was on propped. the table. <laughs> yes, he was propped in a chair. Now, arms, a high chair. She head in the arms on the table. <laughs> and we showed up at like 10, 30, 10 o'clock. Dude, it yeah, it, was, like, it wasn't it was, 11, 30 when they tried to get up and leave. And I saw the look on her eyes got big. She did that whole thing. You saw her body tighten up. I said, oh, she about to throw up. And they were about <laughs> 15, 20 feet from the door. And they had to walk by our table to get there. And it started coming. And I grabbed it and pulled him forward, saved his corduroy vest. I knew it was going to happen too. In other news, speaking of 9 11, Aaron, Israel is bombing the fuck out of Palestine. After somebody. a Hamas attack at a music festival oh, and, I, I, uh, and several other locations. This. Yeah, don't, don't play it. Well, that, 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 was, that was the big story that was like, that's the big one. And there's some other stuff. Well, that's the one where everyone had their goddamn phone out because people don't know how to go yeah. to concerts and just watch them no more, right? <laughs> I mean, there's been tons of people pull out their house. You got to get the likes hundreds in. Hundreds of people. They've been hundreds of people and their homes killed, the youth centers, different places. That was yeah. just the one we know because everybody had their goddamn phone out already. Yeah, so after a Hamas attack, uh, Israel's been bombing the shit out of Palestine. And uh, we're back in a a, a loop that seems all too familiar. Um, What do you guys think about that? First, I need you to be a little more specific with your question because I, I really uh, no, no, I, I, I'm not. I am. I'm just asking. <laughs> he asked the most open ended goddamn. No, no, y'all ain't gonna get me on nothing. Y'all ain't gonna get me on nothing. Jared asked the most open ended question he could ask. All right. Well, what? my questions are: Do you condemn Israel for bombing the shit out of Palestine, and do you condemn Hamas for murdering civilians? Uh, all right, here I mean, you go first, man. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith is uh, back with a vengeance uh, and has been on a media tour for her new book. Is it a new book or a new documentary? What is it? A new book? It's a flop, whatever it is. But yeah, I think it's a book. And she been spilling more tea than Lipton. Uh, She claimed. Hold on, hold on. More tea than Lipton, Jerry. You could have said more tea than the Boston Tea Party spilling. Oh, yeah. more tea. Than- you know, you know Jared you know Jer- you know about good tea. <laughs> I just tell you, you name the shittiest tea out there. I'm telling you, you know how many, you know, every black household, you know, how many half drunk bottles of tea, tea, tea that get spilled. That's a lot of spilled tea, Aaron. A lot of I people, so, because you know, a, yeah. a lot of tea in the back, in the back cabinet. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, uh, she claims that her and Will Smith haven't been together for almost or over seven years since 2016. That she was surprised when he called her his wife after slapping Chris Rock. She also said Tupac was secretly suffering from alopecia, just like her. 
Yeah, nigga had a full set of eyebrows. Now, now look, now look. I seen, I seen that motherfucking Dobbs play quarterback today, suffering from alopecia, right? Dobbs mm. for Arizona. Mm. I seen your boy Charlie Villanueva play with alopecia. What's his name, Charlie? What? Villanueva. <laughs> That was, that was pretty close, Jim. That was, was pretty close. I was, I was really close. <laughs> and I see him with his alopecia, right? Brian said none of them had eyebrows, any kind of facial hair, nothing. Tupac had the thickest mustache and the thickest eyebrows in the world. Jada Pinkett, man, I don't even want to go into the Will Smith shit. I'm going to go into just her lies and shit right there. <laughs> That's the biggest fucking lie in the world. She also claimed that... Uh... He proposed to you while he was in jail. When he asked me to get married, he was at Rikers. And I knew at that time that, A, he needed somebody to do time with him, mm. which I was going to do anyway. He didn't have to marry me to do time with <laughs> right. him. Right? I'm, I'm here. I see why we love you. <laughs> and love then to, um, like, he needed a rock. He needed a... Uh, because of our friendship and because of everything we had been through together, he just wanted to feel that solidified exactly. foundation. You know, because I promise you, he would have married me and divorced me as soon as his ass left. Stop this shit, Jerry. Stop this shit. First of all, first of all, first of all, she got more hair in this interview than a goddamn 80s glam rock band. All right. She got more goddamn hair than a fucking Korean owned weed shop in Oakland. Right. Beauty supply in Oakland. She got more hair than half the state of India, half the country, the subcontinent of India right now. How in the hell? She supposedly have alopecia. I don't see it. She ain't got it. She ain't got a fucking whole. When you know, we see alopecia people when they first start losing their hair. They got like spots and shit missing. Well, they say they, it can affect different lepers. parts of people's body. She sometimes. have her eyebrows. Some people, she got hair everywhere, Jared. Some people, some people get it only in specific areas. Some people, I got alopecia too. That's why I'm going bald. That's what I'm starting <laughs> telling people. My bald spots, Baldness man, is alo- a form of alopecia, alopecia, I believe. Man, that's alopecia spots, man. She might take a flight to Turkey. <laughs> she that, might take not a flight. No hair plugs, man. We saw, we saw what those guys get hair plugs look like. That is not hair plugs. That that, that bitch be lying, man. Your your, your type of alopecia is in, is in the phylum old Negro. I'm tired of her lying, man. She just be lying, man. Just, oh my god, dude! And then, and then here they are glazing. That's why we love you, Jada. That's why. Yeah, we they love were glazing you. a little bit, but you know, glazing. They, I get tired of that's why I, I stopped listening to that show, man. It's too much glazing, yeah, man. Because they glaze who they want to glaze. They glaze who they feel like, and then instead of just being like impartial or getting good interviews, it's like they bring on someone. Let me glaze for let's glaze for an hour and a half, two hours, and then they bring on someone that they don't like or they don't bring them on. They just talk shit about them for a half hour, and then and then when that person say something back to them, they get pissed. We just trying to report. Like, man, you can't have it all ways, both ways. All right. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about Tupac proposing to Jada Pinkett Smith? That's you know that's why they don't take uh you know uh 
they'll take jailhouse confessions to uh or death deathbed confessions to, seriously that's why you can't that's why you got to go through like seven more layers to actually get married in prison because people are like are you sure where you want to do this this dude was locked up with a bunch of dudes for for months i forgot how long tupac was in jail man he wasn't in his right mind he's like oh man and and from what i remember about Tupac being in jail. Tupac had like one of the, the most visitors next to like Mike Tyson when he was in jail. People were visiting <laughs> him all the fucking time. But every every documentary, every celebrity, every every celebrity that met Tupac went visit Tupac in prison. Mm. So I don't think I don't think he was hurting for company. Um, like I said, man, he, she might have said, "Man, oh, in a different life, we would have got married." That's, then she took it to, "Oh, he proposed to me." Stop lying on that, people. Tupac, Tupac proposed to her the same way I proposed to my fifth grade math teacher who had a big booty. I said, Miss Dennis, would you marry me? And she said, boy, go and grab your packet. I just Shut like up. he I just like the way Jada's Pink Pinky Smith is just undressing Will Smith. You know, and this is this is this is the, my only issue. And Stephen A. Smith also came out and said, "This is your personal business. You need to stop sharing, basically sharing all this bullshit." She's trying to sell books, man. She's trying to sell, sell books. Though. She's at the age now. She's gotten to that point of career, and this is what gives her purpose to some degree. So I can see why she's doing it, but at the same time, like you're just your comics is your celebrity now. It's not even you being talented, talented enough to 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 say these things in convincing ways because you are an actress. Is she but, got a movie coming out? I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. But all I know is that Will's still trying to do projects, and she's at the point of her. And this happens to women probably more more so than men. Is now now she has to sell her story because that's yeah. what she's got left. That's the that's her last chip or one of her last like valuable chips that she can extend her relevance and career on. And um, it's uh, it's unfortunate to see because you know Will put it all on the line for her. But at the same time, I don't know what that nigga was thinking. But at the same time. She a hood bitch that been hiding the fact that she a hood bitch and everyone wants to treat her like she's some roundaway girl that's been sitting there that always been down that she's basically all the characters that we always wanted from all the girls that were down and roundaway and be there for us and still smart and and she sat there and emasculated that man mm-hmm. yeah hey can I, can I say this can I say this and this is me, only me. This is my name is Captain P. Funk. This is why Darius <laughs> left because he, he knows something's about to happen. <laughs> Young black man, get you a it's pumpkin spice season, mind you. So go out and see more go. white women, more Asian women, more Latina women, more Persian women. Yeah, go over to what about African. No, no, no Africans. Go to Palestine. No, 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 what? No, I'll take that back. Yeah, go, don't, South African, North African. Don't go anywhere near the equator. Okay? (laughs) Nowhere near the equator. Start looking outside the race. I'm done. You can say what you, but you can't prove me wrong. Baseball playoffs is back. Going on for two weeks, goddammit. Five of the top rated teams or four of the top uh, best record teams have been eliminated from this crazy NHL style playoffs. Is this good for baseball? Well, do you know how I think about it, man? No, no, it's it's what Aaron was just about to say. It, it is revisiting. You reward the teams. 
I mean, baseball is such a long season, so you yeah, you reward you want to reward the teams who are the better team. I mean, the Dodgers were flawed. I'm a Dodger fan. The Dodgers were flawed. Atlanta, Atlanta is the more example. I really want to point out. Two years straight now, they've been knocked out uh, division series and by the Phillies. This Atlanta team tied for the most home runs all time. They had the exact same war as the Murderers Row 1920s uh, New York uh, Yankee team. This was probably the tie for the greatest offensive season ever for a team. Here's the crazy thing. Atlanta also averaged, I forgot how many runs a game at home. They never got shut out at home. But game one and two, they, they don't score a single run. They don't score a single run in game one and two after getting five days off because of the new playoff. But this is the problem. The problem is all the people who were like, we need more teams in the playoffs. We need more teams. I was like that when I was young. When baseball originally only had four teams in the playoffs, two National League teams, whoever won the division went to the playoffs to play the other National League team. Then it was the World Series. I was one of those people that when they announced they were going to have a wild card, I was like, oh, this could be cool. Then after a while, I started not liking it. I was like, you play on so many, you play a hundred and something games for this reason. So you you whittle down to who the better teams are. The one thing about baseball, see, because the thing is baseball playoffs, Jerry, I know you say NHL style. Baseball has always been the least predictable playoffs. Mm. Always have been. It's always been like whoever's up, anybody can win. It's whoever's hot at that moment, right? Anybody can win. That year, the Dodgers beat the A's. They, the Dodgers were the worst team in the playoffs that year. But oh, they were good got, enough yeah, you got to, in 88. Yeah, I want everybody to go back and look at the Dodgers stats. They That's were the season. worst team in, but they were good enough to win their division. They, were, they weren't like slouches, but they were not good compared to all those teams in. But they happened to have a hot pitcher. Hershiser was throwing like he was, you know, Hershiser in the playoffs. I mean, he, you know, he it, it'll make you believe that Hershiser had a Clayton Clershaw-like career when he didn't. But he was just so damn hot in that playoffs, right? And then, and then you had, uh, and then, and then the other Dodgers weren't really that hot, but they would just get some hits here and there. Uh, and so, and so, but that's all you needed, right? And the problem is now, like you're not, you're rewarding these wild card teams who weren't good during the year. Like they weren't bad, but they weren't good. Even under the last format, before this last change, Arizona wouldn't have made it in. Milwaukee would have had a buy, and we would have had Philly versus uh whoever the other wild card was, I can't even remember, Florida, and then they would have had a one game to win, and then and then they go straight the next day to play their next game. Like, it, it doesn't even tax the, the teams that are the wild card. It puts them in a more advantageous position to keep moving forward. So uh, I, I have an issue with this. It's only been two years, though, but I have an issue with that. The rate that is going now, the last two years with this new uh, format, the top team, the teams that have won 100 games, only twice have won made it out their their original series after getting a break. Well, in other news, NFL season six was off to a hot start. Week six. Week six. Did I what I say? It's a season six. That's season that's six, man. I'm all, that's you know I'm sorry, magic moment for me. Yeah. I'm this is thinking about the NFL like Call of Duty. No, the streaming <laughs> age. The about? streaming age is causing me a bit of a uh, problem with the nomenclature, so to speak. I'm uh, just throwing it out there. Anyways, week six is down. It was a doozy. There were several first. First off, the Cleveland. Browns served the 49ers their very first loss of the season. Woo! 
That's all I got to say to that. Uh, what do you guys think about Cleveland with their backup quarterback beating Brock Purdy, MVP Brock and CMC, 19-17? Uh, to 17. What do you guys think about that? I don't figure out what the hell this song is you playing, man. Do you remember the like, why he went to wait till wait till wait till the funeral to take his soul? Yeah, yeah why out of all the time he's in there? Why, why, why he wait till the funeral? Like, he he wait till the dude died. He wait till they had the car wash to get money for the funeral. These are all great questions. <laughs> he could have took it like 15 minutes after he died. Like, why he wait till that nigga got dressed up in a Why wait till his mama could see? Fuck <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, yeah. Pedro, how are you feeling? Turn this music off, Jerry. Defeated. The San Francisco 49 You have to turn it off, bro, so you're get hit, man. Right. You're playing it way too long, Jerry. Pedro, you can't talk over because it's going to get cut. Real. That's why I didn't. Our podcast don't care. They, they good. We good. Well, <laughs> next week, well, we change the name of the show from High School 510 to High School 510 <laughs> to, to High School to High School Hipster Horcrux. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Pedro, tell us, how are you feeling about the game and what, what was the key to the Cleveland Browns handing the San Francisco 49ers their first loss? Besides fried chicken, <laughs> me and my lucky uh no these are uh, these are wings the wings uh chicken wing came back chicken wing came back <laughs> and these ain't regular chicken wings either no you think oh no you think they from uh uh what Seven Eleven nigga Buff, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings nope. From Wingstop? Nope. I, I can't yeah. tell you where they're from. It's- Man, them wings, them wings been doing calf races. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and here you from. Yeah, got some CrossFit wings. I'm celebrating. There, I'm celebrating <laughs> the wings, baby. So Pedro's take is these wings as good as fuck. His W, he eating them W crab leg wings. Well, well look, 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 look. I'm, I'm about to say y'all right. I'm going to say every one of y'all on this podcast is right. Brock Purdy is who we thought he was. <laughs> Cleveland didn't let him off the hook. If you want to crown him, then crown their ass. They didn't let him. They didn't let him get. They barely let him get hundred yards. They didn't let him get off the hook. Mm-hmm. We gave him that his worst game of the season. You know why? Cleveland defense is better than the Cowboys defense. Listen, it was the only game I watched today. The only valid thing. Well, hold on, hold on, say. hold on, Darius, Darius. Nobody, no, nobody want to hear what you Darius got to say. Listen, all right, fine. Darius, nah. what do you think about that? Well, I think first of all, you about to play some more bullshit. You know very well, Darius. You know very well. Sorry, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Darius. I mean, I think you just told you wanted me on the podcast just so you could keep doing this shit to me. <laughs> I'm too high for this, man. I don't think this is fair, man. This is fucking up my equilibrium. And watching Pedro eat chicken wings is just—it's like watching crackhead porn. Listen, um, the Niners actually did pretty well, and the Cleveland Browns did pretty well. I thought it was a pretty good game. It's the only game I watched this week. Um, it was the first time the Niners did not break 30 no. points. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, no, no. I, I think I, I'm talking about two perspectives. I think defensively, I think the Niners did pretty well. Uh, I think they had a lot of – they were playing a, a sitting back in zone way too much. I think they could have came up. I think they could have moved up, and I think they could have spread out their DBs a little bit more because their problem was 
they keep getting kept getting hit like in the middle on these like weird little slant things that just wasn't really working out. And so, uh, not but overall, Niners good after holding well. Dak Prescott to three points or ten points. The week before, nah, and I three mean, interceptions, they couldn't stop a Negro that I don't know the name of. That's backing PJ up. PJ Walker, PJ Walker, PJ That's Walker. backing no, up any, a sexual degenerate who's injured. Okay. <laughs> yeah, again, any, anyway, uh, it wasn't. It, it was a great game for Cleveland. It came down to just having a poor third and fourth quarter. And they got the kickoff, and that's what it was, bro. Like it, it's a loss. It's yeah. a loss. Yeah, that's it. It's an L. Like let them take the L. They'll be in the playoffs. Will the Dallas Cowboys? Probably not. So just chill out. All right. Yeah, chill man. You act like they they would have won the game if they make a field goal. Like it wasn't like a blowout. It wasn't a uh, you know they went there and got shut out. It was well. It, like, I'm trying to figure out. I do. I can agree that the the Browns defense. Maybe better than the Cowboys. It probably is because of what they did today. They showed it against the best offense or the best team in football. So, yeah, the Browns' defense is tight. But what did the Browns do that slowed down this juggernaut of Mr. Irrelevant and CMC and Debo? Man, they probably all ate some food in Ohio. That's what it did to you. you know, all, all those potatoes. <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I think Purdy was just, like, focused on the wrong set of – I think it's Darius, I got a question for you about Brock call. Purdy. How do you feel about Brock, Brock Purdy? I mean, I just feel like he's... Do you at the crossroads or you won't be loved? Hey, was that, was that Nate Dogg as the Grim Reaper? Tony Todd. That was a bad throw and he caught it. All right, y'all. Uh, right, uh, my, my Cutty Corner shout out this week. Goes Dang, to Jared. Man, this goes to Jared. I'm just gonna record it now because I'm about to hang up. So this week, my cutty quarter shout out goes out to Jared. Jared made me want to quit this podcast today. I thought I was gonna hang on. I even charged my battery in the midway through the podcast while Jared took a shit. But listen, folks, Jared just keeps entertaining himself by throwing in these sound bites, knowing he's gonna piss me off. And I do not want to be rattled today, folks. This is Jesus's day. I want to go ahead. See and you at the crossroads. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I'm just gonna get off the podcast before I start yelling at Jared. Listen, I want to make another announcement. I might be back for this basketball season uh, because I'm feeling right and uh, mentally, I'm uh, mentally healthy. Uh, I'm feeling ready to go. I'm feeling like Jared can't stop me or block me this year. So yeah, man. Can I know Jared, I have no idea how you like <laughs> pretending the Niners did not beat the Cowboys by like 20 points last week. <laughs> also in NFL news, the 49ers lost. Just a reminder. Pedro, congratulations. <laughs> it's a good Sunday in Cleveland. Shout out to Nip Money. Eat a bag of baby bagels. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Anyways, uh, in other NFL news, Steve Smith had some choice words on Thursday Night Football about Jerry. The scary Jerry Judy and an interaction that was had pregame as Judy was warming up and Steve Smith was on the sideline for his reporter duties. Here's what Steve Smith had to say about that interaction. 
for a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him. I called and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, was ninja. Ninja. Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess ninja. with you. And it was a, He's like, I didn't hear ninja anywhere. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on and when teams call me and asking should they trade for you i will say no don't trade for jerry judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically can he be a wide receiver he could be a wide receiver he's a tier three go back into the studio i'm done now thank you Shout, shout out to Steve Smith, man. I feel like he's he's one of the few like broadcasters who actually fight somebody. Oh yeah, no, he like, he's not afraid to fight. Definitely. <laughs> like somebody's just talking, like, oh, it's just my job. I gotta be tough. I gotta be theatrical. But he's like, no, nah, like I will, I will fuck you up. Dude. No, he's a street dude. <laughs> Steve Smith always reminds me of my my brother, who was smaller than me, and just likes to fight everything and everybody, yeah. and um. Yeah, it's just um, it's unfortunate that none of the young kids can take criticism. He is an average wide receiver. He's not playing above. He's going to be worse than average. Yeah, he's yeah he's a four. I, I put him in the fourth tier actually. He should be a backup slot receiver. I said it, Judy. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I only got a few years, so I'm no longer 40. Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you guys think that uh, Jerry Judy does a good job of taking constructive, uh, con- <clears throat> constructive, constructive? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't, he, wasn't he the dude that said, uh, he had the controversy nickname? To, he called me the Jew man. The Jew man. <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Paper. Oh, yeah, really. He had the chain on. I mean, it's obvious. About. It's obvious out our conversation earlier today. You don't know they're saying Jews and Gentiles, well, so no, I don't he, know. We, he said uh, <laughs> he said he had a chain, he had, and I think it said Jew on it, J U U. And one of the people was like, "You know, that's kind of offensive." And it was like, "Nah, that's my nickname." I should have known he was ignorant then, just like me, not knowing about the Palestines and Palestinians. Oh my God! I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Palestinians, the Palestinians. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that. Huh? He got cooked. <laughs> Who's he talking about? It's just a clip from Adrian Broner saying he got cooked over and over again. Somebody responded to the video of Steve Smith. Hey, but I'm, it's it's refreshing to hear Steve Smith go off on some fools and and some of these fools, you know, not living up to their projections. Sometimes it's not their fault, and sometimes they just need to like. Yeah, a lot of these fools are too sensitive in social media, unfortunately. 
it's a big part of the reason that allows them to have so much access to so much fun and the perks of being able to use social media and be like blue check mark or whatever and people you're famous or you're an athlete you know saying you get you know bitches and you know dms and shit bitches and niggas depending on whatever you like or thems and they you know get up in there and just get all your goodness in demarco flemings get your demarco fleming daddy dick in you know what i'm saying and uh yeah but also you make a lot of money so but at the same time there's people that are going to criticize you and sometimes you got to understand who is criticizing you before you just get mad at the criti- criticism, right? If the criticism is coming from somebody who has no bearing or understanding or qualitative experience in doing what you do, then you can give them a lot less lot less weight in what they're saying about you. There's just noise. Some of them might be actually like, you know, good coaches or former good players or or or, or even if they never played like somebody who's proven to be like a good scout or somebody who knows the sport and can call shit out. And you get you get criticized, you got to be better, man. And you can't be out here acting like uh, you're taking everything personally and then calling somebody a ninja. Who calls people ninjas these days? Really? Seriously, guys. Come on now. Right? Ninja? <laughs> for reals? Yeah, shit. Uh, shout out to T. Smith for calling him out. And, 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 and these young players, y'all got to yeah build that resilience. You got a lot more in your life. Or just turn off social media and just be do you, man. Life happened before social media. And you got to also think about the people in your social media circles. The echo chat, like people who are following you are typically going to be fans of yours. If you're at a certain level, you're not getting people that actually like are your friends or acquaintances and associates that you know and might see on a semi-regular or, you know, in in different social circles, maybe on a semi-regular basis or people that are actually close to you. You're getting a hell of people that have no understanding of what your day-to-day is. Don't know who, don't even know you as a real person on the the, one-on-one, but they're the ones amplifying when people disrespect you. And you're the one that's then responding to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, nah, man. Most people don't even know you. So who cares what they think about what somebody else said about you and what they think about you? I don't know. It just don't, it, it just don't, it don't make sense. Make it make sense, young people. That was, that was, I think that was one of the best, best, best uh, roasts by a commentator on the sideline in a no, very that was long good. time. Very yeah. long time. Uh, no. <laughs> no. He's trying because no. he tried to censor himself and it doesn't it doesn't sound. He did a good job censoring himself, I was thinking. Who's trying to keep he's trying to keep his job, but yeah, yeah, good job to, keeping the job. That's what he said too. Uh, did you? You have the other interview, Jaren? Which one? Keep it, keep going. He, he did say uh, it's too much. The media is betraying us. Like, you know, it was the same. It was the same day. He was like, "Hey, look, the media is betraying us. Like, you know, always being a black on black." He said some words. I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said. And he wasn't going to go into that. I want to keep my job. It's, that's what he said. It's like, I'm trying to keep my job. I got to be responsible to my my family, which that, that one was better, if you ask me. Listen, this is a time for me where when I used to play, I would engage and I love that. But right now, I'm 44 years old. That's it. I don't need to have this drama. And I also don't need to have any problems on the sideline for me doing something that will jeopardize not just me, but him. And I'll be honest, and I have to say it just like this. One of the biggest problems we have in the media, especially as a young black man, is sometimes black on black crime. I'm not gonna participate in that. I'm not gonna engage where the the national media can see two young African-American men acting like we ain't got no sense. He didn't like what I said, that's fine. I wanted to talk to him, he didn't like it. So we move on. But I'm, I'm one, I'm not going to lose my job, and two, I'm not going to disrespect my family by showing that I have not matured 
handle my business the way I should handle my business. We got a flight to catch to London. We got things to do. We ain't got time to be watching a dude do nothing. Back to you. We just had a third recess, and I love it. He still got that last jab in. Yeah, ain't got time to watch a dude do nothing. Jerry Judy ended up having 14 yards. He didn't have time to watch a dude do nothing. Exactly. All right, let's get to Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts is the segment in the show where everyone gets a chance to rank and play and our highlights on the positive in the world. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. It's time. It's time. Cutty We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this, man. Gonna let. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Not to say I need to have a backyard of me. I do. I do. I had one that I was originally going to go with, but I might have to change it. And the one I was originally going to go with, I was going to give originally give my Cutty myself a Cutty Corner shout out for. I remember a few months back, uh, I asked Jared to give me a segment for Twitter Sweet Symphony, and I went off on Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth. Ooh la la ah wee wee and all how he just had no bars. And we, oh, you mean Laracoon uh, Genius? Laracoon Genius, yes. When we had Nato Maslin on the show, and I asked you, can I get a little? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Mas Slim. The <laughs> Thomas Slim. What, what is his name? This magic moment. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's I mean, hilarious. I said it right. Nato <laughs> <laughs> <I mean>, Mas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's spelled, man. Made a lot of it's not two words, though. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> man, I thought it was a Spanish name. Not on my slim. Not on my slim, dude. Not on my slim. Natomas Slim. Shout out sponsorship to Albert Domi, Natomas Slim. Yeah, we had him on the show. And then uh, we broke down the Greg lyrics, ooh la la, are we we? And so today I just kept popping up this Amazon commercial on national TV using Greg Nice. Ooh la la, are we we? I couldn't believe it, dude. Amazon commercial, look that shit up, Jared, using Greg Nice, man. I, all my shit talking, this dude getting paid off of it. Say ooh la la, are we we? Too hard for my royalty. Put lead in your ass and drink a cup of tea. Easter red alert and I heard it. And you heard it, Pedro? Yeah, I think I did. And that's not even my main cutty corner. I want to give a cutty corner shout out to some OnlyFans models. Look, I, I, I am still religious, even though I don't practice religion anymore, right? I don't practice, but I when you grow up in it, you, you know, it sticks with you. It sticks with you forever and i'm like this comment isn't about me it's about only fan model now i tried look the first ever person that got me an only fans was this one particular model and so here's the problem she raised her price it went from like being basically like four dollars to i don't know more than four dollars and that was too much for me so i ain't followed her in like two years right and then all of a sudden it came across my window that she was like oh i'm having a sale i want i wanted to get my people who used to have me back so join me for 
31 days and you get this, you know, basically a $3 price. I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I also set an alarm to cancel this shit in 30 days, right? I'm on it. And I don't go on it that often. I like to let it build up so I can go check the few people I follow and see how much content they put on there, right? So I go to it. And, and this is from yesterday. She had this content said, hey, y'all, I'm going to be off tomorrow. So I'm sending out a bunch of videos and stuff to direct messaging tonight at nine o'clock. I'm off because it's Sabbath tomorrow. But I'm going to send out these videos and you go ahead and get ready before by nine o'clock tonight. Yeah. Look, 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 look. At some point, <laughs> you sweet. can't be, you're only fan model. You can't be taking Sabbath off. <laughs> right? That, like, like you want to take the day off, I'm fine with it. Hey, you know, I need a mental health. I need, I'm going to visit my family, me and my boyfriend going here, whatever. I'm just going shopping. You cannot use the Sabbath as a reason to take the day off, you only fan model. I'm, like I said, I know it's confusing. The, the, you know, it sounds like it reminds me of people that probably felt shameful for jerking off on Christmas Day. Right? <laughs> you know, like the Christians that, that feel like, oh, man, they feel all guilty because they woke up and jerked off on Christmas Day. It's like, oh, I don't you, know. Know <laughs> you know, that's what it reminds me of. It's like, the, you know, what? just just go ahead and put the videos out on Sunday. You ain't got to rush. You ain't got to rush. You ain't got to take tomorrow off. You can put the videos out on your Sabbath. I don't think I don't think it's going to count against you. You're already only fan model. You doing what you do. We do what we do. <laughs> Let that be a message to everybody. Don't feel guilty about jerking off on holidays or masturbating or doing what you're doing, even if you Christian or Jewish Christian, according to Pedro, or, <laughs> or whatever God those Christianity Jewish people believe in. Exactly. So but th- doesn't that contradict what I said about them having uh, being married and being in a relationship? And I ain't got no power to No, being married, being in a relationship, hey, that's fine. Just don't sit there and use the Sabbath as the, I mean, the reason you're taking a day off. Corey, Hol- <laughs> Corey Holcomb, the comedian, said something yeah, that yeah. I had to agree with. Somebody if, had to. If your woman, if your woman dresses light and it was this lady that was dressed with her nipples showing through her see-through dress and like she had on a very scantily clad uh, underwear. It was just see-through. And this dude was on on his arm. So if your woman dressed like that, she's not your woman. She's our woman. You can't even hold on to Harlem! No, she's our woman to look at, but not our woman to touch. She's uh, No, you're right, but she's our woman. Mm, so I don't feel like you can to be, look at. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, like I say, I totally agree, but I don't believe you can be in a relationship like that. Yeah, you can. a woman out here showing her goods. I mean, it depends on who you are, to, man. There's some men that ain't got no problem with that, man. They yeah. might even get off on it. And yeah, some of those people cool. are really good at compartmentalizing their their uh, yes. their ability to be online you versus can't. offline. Even though they, even though some of them over, many of them over. Cut shit. Both of y'all cut the shit. Is she online her showing her pussy hole. She belongs to all of us. She don't belong to nobody. She belongs to herself. She's making money off that hole. I ain't got no problem with it. Well, She's I paid for money. it. She belongs to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better share that password then, damn. But no, belong to you. Ain't even that's, a, that's the same. That's, that's the same rationale Pedro was using when he was at the Capitol on, Ju- on January 6th. <laughs> this belongs to us. This is our room. I'm taking, I'm taking, I paid for this desk that belongs the uh Nancy Pelosi so I'm a shit on it. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's too much, Pedro. It's too much. Don't, <laughs> don't show the coochie hole to the world. 
That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's why it's OnlyFans. They ain't show two worlds for show the people subscribe. <laughs> to quote my boy uh Jesus, talk about a person that we know that had a sugar that has a sugar daddy, right? And, and Gabe was with us, and Gabe was shocked, and he was like, Wait, that person, so you're telling me you're telling me she's she's selling it? And the quote, hey Seuss, I'm not going, I'm not saying she's selling it, but she definitely ain't giving the shit away for free. <laughs> greatest quote. Second greatest quote. Only second to Charlie Sheen. I agree. I'm not saying she's selling it, but she definitely ain't giving that shit up. No, we're talking. We're talking about somebody who just be hustling guys to get with hey. and pay rent and stuff like that. That ain't selling your soul. Hey, no, I didn't say nothing wrong with it. Let me tell you this, Pedro. Let me tell you this. If Chris Chris Kardashian want to come up here and pay my rent every month, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give her the Nancy Reagan special. Guess what? I'm doing it. Hey, that is totally that's what these these dudes. Hey, like you said, I, I'm kind of I agree with you, Aaron, with the religious thing. How you gonna have a Sabbath? Feeling like you gonna take off on Sabbath? No, I'm looking at your pussy on Sabbath. <laughs> Pedro, do you have a cutting corner? Look, I know times is hard. Now I like to keep it to sports on this on the cutting corner shutout. Oh, do you? Yeah. Sports in the yeah, regular we, sense. We, we've had some social studies ex- explorations. <laughs> we had a, a religious, religion, philosophical, religious religion, uh, exploration. Like the religion, regular sex, and sports. <laughs> you know me. I like to keep. Yeah, but you know, you and know, patriarchy. Is, you know, times is hard. You know, it, it's it, we're we're battling inflation. It's hard to find a reasonable rent. You might have to stay with somebody to get paid, but this one, this is a good one for you, Aaron. My cutting quarter shout out goes out to the crooked mofos that decided, hey, you know, we've been we've been eyeing these uh, catalyst converters on these vans. We can get these vans. We can get these vans real quick, real quick money to a special needs, a special needs center. So y'all went in there, got all the catalyst converters off these off these vans, and then on top of that, siphoned all the fuel out of the vans. Y'all the lowest of the low. Lowest of the low. Why couldn't you just look? You want to do if you want to steal catalyst converters and all that stuff, go to you you was right in the good neighborhood, Litchfield Park. Go around the corner, go attack one of these dudes, TRX, Hellcat, Ram, Hemi trucks, or whatever it is. Take the catalyst converter off that. They probably enjoy it. Enjoy the sound of the hicks <laughs> over there. Okay. Or go go to Scottsdale and take and take the catalyst converters off the Mercedes Benz out there. Or whatever. Y'all gonna hit the poorest of the poor, a nonprofit. You low life, no good, scum in the earth. And I know times is hard. I know you need that money. I know you need that money. I know you made some bad decisions. Hey, it's hard for everybody. Minimum wage ain't paying the bills. You got a good job and ain't paying the bills. I get it. But Y'all, y'all can't go off stealing stuff from special needs children and, and adults and trying to lock up a whole, you locked up a whole two, three days of people that actually need to get around as trans, transportation. 
because you're a little selfish, warm, weak, because you, you want to get some Jordans, probably. In Joe Biden's America, the last link in a broken supply chain is a broken window in the front of a Nike store where some hood rats are engaged in snatching grabs. Be real. You wanted to get some Jordans. You wanted to flex or whatever on Instagram. Get your girl a, a, a MK bag or whatever these hoes is picking up now. Look, don't attack the wrong people. We don't bip, we don't bip special needs schools, okay? There's two two vehicles you don't bip, the old schools and the special needs vans. Those are the vehicles you don't bip, all right? Brandon, do you have a Cutty Corner shout-out? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, my Cutty Corner shout-out goes out. Uh, well, well, I was going to say <laughs> reading some other stuff. I was like, did y'all know Sierra's pregnant again? But that's not my credit card shout out. Um, Brandon has all the teas, always in all the, he knows about be. every celebrity Brandon actually, pregnancy. Brandon, it should be. Go ahead, go in on that. Because that child's a loser already. One more time, Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Uh, my credit card shout out goes out to a TikToker who refused to get out of the car when she realized her date was taking her to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I saw uh, that. So, uh, Monique Santos uh, in Atlanta uh, is get, catching a lot of hell online from uh, from commenters after um, she shared a clip. Well, number one, she started recording the date after she they pulled up in the parking lot and she realized that he was taking her to the Cheesecake Factory. He got out of the car. He said, hey, I'm opening the door for you. Walked around and she refused to get out, saying that it's embarrassing to be taken to the Cheesecake Factory. Now, I think her words were, I, I, bill after that. I look too good to be going to Cheesecake Factory along those lines. Now, to give some context to this. She did look good. Now, to give some context to this, the date was scheduled for 4 p.m. Dude showed up at 4 p.m. He waited in his car at her apartment complex for an hour before well, she came down. The fuck he won at that point. <laughs> yeah, he said, I had a, uh, I had a reservation, but we missed that when you took so long to get it come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, and she's she like, okay. Well, after that. <laughs> so they went We're back. We're going to a about, taco truck. <laughs> and he went back and forth about, back and forth on that for a little bit. And he was like, dude, like, there's nothing wrong with Cheesecake Factory. Like, I've been nothing nice. I'm prepared to, like, pay for whatever you trying to eat right now. Like, I picked you up, all this other stuff. And at some point, at some point, he's like, you know what? I'm Let me just take you back home. Which he should have did the first three seconds when she didn't unlock it. Well, <laughs> he, he's nice for taking her back home. Like, that, I would just say, like, that, 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 is, that is, like, top shelf gentleman stuff right there. Oh, you want some <laughs> bullshit? And I'm going to take you home right now? Okay. <laughs> like, you would have just said... Get out of my car. <laughs> That's me. Probably nicer than me. So uh, rightfully, she's getting a lot of she's getting a lot of flack. Uh, but surprisingly, she has a few supporters saying, "Hey, like you, you, you got to court a, a, a lady. You got to pull out all the stops on the first dates for to get her attention." Um, Man, he was driving a, a, hey, a car with a full sunroof, bro. Hey, Dude, do we know? Do we know if that uh, lady did she have any kids? I don't you know. Have to, you have to. You need to investigate. If she has any kids? And what are the expectations in life? I bet you she has two kids. You know. 
<laughs> like two kids that live with her, two kids in the system. Uh, well, no, because it's much problems, right? There's number one, she's going to decide to start recording you on a TikTok live as if <laughs> somehow she's just justified. Like she's like, she's like, I, like some eyewitness news reporter. Like, oh man, guess what this motherfucker's doing to me right now? Like, I don't know where you thought the date was going to go after that. Or just the disrespect that she has for whoever she's with. I think she was out there just looking for another free meal, just swiping right. All right, cool. I ain't got no money for for dinner on Thursday. Let me let somebody yeah. let, let somebody take me out. That's why she should have been having. He took her to Costco. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I thought it. I thought the guy handled it overall really well. He he just oh. said, oh, you know what? I'll just take you home then. He's like, I. He wasn't disrespectful. He didn't raise his voice at her. She didn't raise her voice at him, but but she definitely, you know, gave him uh they, they had a conversation when I saw that. I thought I thought yeah. she was tripping. He handled that, he handled that really well. I mean Yeah, positive cutty corner shout out to the guy for handling it so well. <laughs> right. He was a beautiful uh Middle Eastern man, knew how to handle himself. Uh, he needs oh. to hey, he needs to apply for the Atlanta Police Department. Can we start a GoFundMe for him? Yeah, come on, he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people that don't want to be police officers, though. There are certain types of people that want to be police officers. That's the that's the elephant in the room we don't talk about. Why why do cops keep shooting niggas? Well, who wants to be cops? Can we can we do a can we can we do the the, the mental evaluations and start creating some pathologies and start being like these motherfuckers these types of motherfuckers don't need to be in the goddamn police system. <laughs> Another um, Cutty Corner shout out goes out to uh, I wish I'd I've been finding an article for this later but this one dude shared his his Tinder history he had swiped right 1 million times he had matched 400 times he had 200 conversations he went on one date and did not lead to any relationships Um, that is like some toxic positivity <laughs> a lot of a lot of fucking free time. God, if you listen, help! My cutty corner shout out goes out to Razor Scooters. <laughs> Ain't shit, motherfucking Razor ass scooters. A novelty, seemingly fun, seemingly like a, a cool little iteration in the toy game you know, for, for kids, but as an educator, it, uh, single-handedly raised my anxiety level by at least 10, <laughs> by at least 10 percentage points. Every time a kid brought one of the motherfuckers on campuses right through. Also, it simultaneously made us seem like we were no fun by telling them kids to get off them goddamn death traps. Well, it wasn't a death trap, but it was a scraped knee and or somebody else getting fucking hurt. Or just riding through, the shit got on my nerves. Not only that, they didn't even sell it with a helmet, or like even like some just like basic ass shin guards. You know what I'm saying? To even like act like they cared about safety. Like these things, kids is going, and it's almost like a rollerblade. The rollerblade hit a crack, that shit'll flip, right? You, your rollerblade gets caught in one of them cracks. Like this, these scooters, you get, you hit a stick, you hit a crack, that shit, you about to do some 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 cartwheel type shit, right? But that's not even my main gripe with the fact that it stressed me out as an educator. It also made us seem like not fun and not cool because we're telling kids get off them shits and put them away. But um, they're groomers. Why don't you take a seat? Oh, I don't want to take a seat. Have a seat. No, I'm just going to go. Take a seat right over there. That's pretty much it. Razor scooters, you fucking pedo grooming motherfuckers. Well, maybe not 
you know, but grooming motherfuckers. They made riding these shitty little scooters, little two-wheel goddamn scooters, like a fun thing. It was it was part of the kids' novelty. It, t- it took away from kids learning how to ride bikes at a younger age, which pissed me off. I was like, I'll just ride my stupid-ass little scooter. No, get on a bike and learn how to ride a bike. You can do more. It's more applicable. You can go further. You're more you're more diverse in what you could do. These kids riding the goddamn scooters around, they're groomers. Because you know what I got to deal with nowadays? That generation of kids being old enough to rent fucking lime scooters, own their own fucking scooters, and ride through goddamn town on bike paths in the middle of goddamn street, doing all kinds of unsafe shit and making me feel unsafe as a driver or a cyclist riding next to them. Some of these things go like 25 miles an hour. And these people was wearing like flip flops and no helmet. Like, I don't care like who you think you are. If you're going 25 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour on something and all of a sudden it hits a stop and you start to fall flip flop and dop you're gonna get fucked up and these motherfuckers ride it like they still in motherfucking elementary school no concept of, of and they don't got a shitty uh razor scooter helmet that they got from no they got no helmet no protection flip flops t-shirts and fucking basketball shorts half the time or you see the motherfuckers in the professional wear you know got khakis on and a button-up shirt what the fuck or crocs they groomed a whole generation of Gen Zers and any, the, whatever it is that's coming up now. And these motherfuckers is riding these goddamn scooters around instead of getting a goddamn car, getting on a bike, or fuck it, just, you know, walk. Oh, hey, man, those interest rates on the, on the cars is... I don't give a fuck. They need to get these goddamn scooters out of the goddamn way. Razor scooters, you're some grooming, non-safety concerned ass bitch made motherfuckers that ruined an entire generation of travel and we're starting to feel the front end of it right now it's gonna happen it's gonna keep going y'all you don't realize just wait fucking lime scooters we went to new york all the people riding them goddamn uh, uh, uh little e-bikes and shit you know what I'm saying nowadays that was that, that that's blown up it went from bicycles and, hell out there and them motherfuckers don't and ride girl. safe and they just everyone got one that's what's gonna be here with fucking scooters bro Don't worry about me if Joloff Rice come out of it. Jared, I just take control of the show. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. I just ate the leftovers right now. Man, my mouth is like on on another level. (laughs) Aaron, you should start a restaurant called WWJD. What would Joloff do? (laughs) And then I'm gonna have a picture. I'm gonna have all African theme hang up in the restaurant, and on one of the walls gonna be my silverbacks, and it's gonna be a picture of Pedro, his dad, and that WNBA (sighs) player. Oh man, I got better ones. It should be Joe Law for you. See, no, P-H-O. Jared, go back to that. You had that. Oh, I, get I gotta marry a I gotta marry a, a Vietnamese woman and start that. Yeah. Joe Law for you. African Vietnamese infusion. That's what I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a polygamous marriage. One African woman and one Vietnamese woman. We're gonna open up open up Joe Law for you. I think you know what? I think it should be more polygamous marriages. Because you're in one, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I'm is reversed. <laughs> you don't think it's fair. That's great. Um, see, she had a nice picture. 
You know what I'm saying they always get it. They they doing this on purpose. They doing us black people like this on purpose. Oh, look at it. That's a, that's her woman. Oh, she got a fine. Oh, wait a minute, Chelsea. You can pull that looking like a gorilla. <laughs> she don't look that bad in that picture right there. Jared always bring up the worst no, picture. Like, no, it's not Jared. It's the internet. See, there you go, right there. <laughs> Damn, she look like Patrick Beverly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, come on, the darkest man. Come on. That's rough. <laughs> Y'all see. I was like, what's, what's Pat Beverly doing in the WNBA? This is crazy. I think if she dated a man, she would be prettier. <laughs> I'm not giving ass what that got to do with anything. I don't even want to know what your brain could come up with. Hey, hey, dude. I think she wants to be more dominant. You know, like all the facial expressions she's making, it gives that dominant, uh, gives that dominant look. See, like that one there. She play a sport, Pedro. She got to try to be dominant. She's she smoke a lot of backwoods too. <laughs> Her gums black. Yes, <laughs> you niggas. God. I just asked the question. I wasn't looking at the picture, so I figured Pedro could be a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get off of this because now right. I feel like a monster. She smokes blackwoods. Chasey <laughs> Gray. Yeah. She looked like she might make some mean ass Joloff though. To be real, okay. <laughs> like her Joloff would be smokier and spicier than the rest of them. I mean, I will give her that though. Yep, I'm trying, I ain't trying I, to be I, sexist or nothing, but I, I, she looked like I, 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 I gotta get off the podcast. I, I, I'll take it back. You know what? I, I'll take it back when I said there was no African woman king. Obviously, she was one. Her ancestors yep. was. Because look at that strong God. face right there. That's a strong warrior face. God damn it. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, you trying to say Viola Davis did some method acting to study her? Yeah, I mean, I think both. I think both of y'all be check your blood sugar. Both. <laughs> <laughs>